Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We've got a special guest joining us from one of our My Talk partners, in fact, health partners, and Park Nicollet. Uh, good morning to family practice physician, Dr. Annie Eidecker. Hi there. Good morning. How are you? Uh, we are, uh, we're feeling good. You know, we're getting these new CDC uh, guidances and Governor Walls is talking to us. So there's, I think, some bubbling optimism that we have. Maybe we'll touch on that at the end. Uh, but first of all, Annie, I'm always so curious. I, I don't want to brag. I have a couple of doctor friends and, <laughs> and I'm always asking them, you know, like, what do you think of this last year? And how will that yeah. impact what healthcare looks like moving forward? First, let me, let's just go back in time. 2020, when you look back on that year in your profession, yeah. how do you sum it up? You know, um, I think that there, there is, there's one good thing that came out of the pandemic, and that is that it spurred us to really pivot and make digital care more accessible to our patients and yes. telemedicine more broadly scaled, which we've had the capability for a long time, but we hadn't really fully exercised it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that the, the COVID pandemic, because we had to respond with telemedicine, has allowed us to really get comfortable, not only for our clinicians, but also for our patients. And I think it's definitely here to stay. Do you think, oh, you do, you definitely think it. Now, uh, but I do. having said that, are in-person care options uh, back yet or no? Yes, absolutely. Our clinics have been reopened at Health Partners for several months, oh, okay. um, and we're welcoming patients back in the door uh, where they can uh, receive their, their needed care safely um, in our buildings. But what we've heard from our patients is that for even though they can come back into the clinic, many of them prefer the convenience and flexibility sure. that telemedicine mm -hmm. provides. So they don't have to take, for example, an entire half day off of work to come in for a 20 or 30 right. minute office visit. Uh, they can do it from their office or their car or their home or whatever. Um, and it allows people to, to really focus on what's important to them in their lives and still get the care that they need. How are healthcare providers, doctors and nurses, how are they responding to, to the change of doing this via Zoom or whatever the platform might be? Because we think of it as consumers, we think of it as patients, and we just want it to be convenient yeah. for us. How is it handled internally? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, our clinicians have had to learn new skills, right? I mean, we we never saw ourselves as, as helping uh, direct, uh, you know, a video experience with a patient, uh, you know, how to position your camera, where to hold your phone, that sort of thing. <laughs> right. uh, but, you know, at Health Partners, you know, we've done over a million of these visits. Uh, since the pandemic started last oh March. Um, and so at this point, we are we are very comfortable, I think, as clinicians. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, we want to meet our patients where they want to be met. And so, mm -hmm. you know, our clinicians have, I think, really uh, happily adopted the ability to reach more of our patients in a time and in a manner uh, that's convenient for them. So let me, let me ask. The convenience is there, and it's lovely, and that's a great thing to hear, that this can be an option for people moving forward. Are there limits, though, on what sort of visits, quote unquote, that you can schedule online and conduct online? Do, do, do you figure that out beforehand or midway through? Do you bring up a question and then the doctor says, well, you might want to come in for that? Yeah, so it's 
sure, that does happen um, occasionally, but we've really made an effort as part of our online scheduling experience to try to direct patients mm-hmm. to the appropriate channel of care delivery. Um, and yes, there are certain things for which a video visit is just clearly not appropriate, you know, where you really need to physically put hands on the patient uh, mm-hmm. to do a proper exam. Um, but, you know, we've been surprised to see how much stuff we can actually do safely and effectively uh, through telemedicine. And, and th- those are really where the, the areas where we want to continue to expand and grow. I suppose it's no different than um, hearing from people who work in any office setting saying that they can be as productive working from home as they can coming into the office. So it's really not that surprising seeing that, you know, we're all learning new skills as a result of uh, the pandemic. Um, but now that you are uh, have been seeing patients and that the new CDC guidelines uh, have come out, it is still recommended mm-hmm. that people mask up in like a medical facility, right? So currently, that's where we are, um, and you know we are we are anxiously awaiting additional um, input from from our state leaders in terms of what's going to be expected here in the state of Minnesota. Uh, but from a healthcare facility perspective, yes, we are still masking and taking all the appropriate precautions based on what we know today in our clinics. How about the folks who last year during the pandemic, who stopped going in for routine visits? And I even spoke with another doctor. Wow, I just keep doctor dropping in the midst of this, but bear with me. Um, but Dr. Oh, Annie, good, good for you. Yeah, but I talked with one, and she, you know, she had an early question early on in the pandemic, which was, I wonder what's happening to all the people who had chest pains, and then they weren't going in, ERs weren't getting as filled, and things like that. So for folks who put stuff off, and then they just stopped going, um, I suppose there are two ways to look at it. One would be positive. Maybe they're really figuring out, do I really need to go to the doctor? But the other would be negative and saying, you were supposed to get that routine exam. You need to come back. Are you seeing people come back on things that maybe they passed up on in 2020? Yeah, we are. That's an excellent question. And, you know, we're really concerned about that because we know that there are patients, especially folks who are suffering from chronic diseases like diabetes and hypertension and those sorts of things that, that did delay their care. Um, and, and we're concerned about that. We want to bring those folks back. Um, and that's one area where we've actually been able to leverage telemedicine over the past mm-hmm. year is yep. for those people who were afraid to come into the clinics. We've been able to do a lot of that care through telemedicine. Uh, but, you know, we clearly want the message out to our patients that they do not need to delay their care. Um, it's safe to come in. We want, it, we want to support them and make sure they're getting the health care that they need. Excellent. Uh, Dr. Annie Eidecker, we're speaking with from Park Nicollet and Health Partners. I'm a patient of uh, Park Nicollet myself. So I have, I have to say it is very easy if you have not been vaccinated yet uh, for COVID-19. It, you guys make it so easy from the moment you pull into the parking lot, the signage, where to go. Once you park, it's like, take this elevator down to this floor, make a right. It's just all spelled out for you. And it's it's very slick. So I, I would very much encourage people just uh, to go onto their MyChart, uh, sign up, get it done, and you'll be in and out of there. No kidding, within like 20 minutes. I am so glad to hear you say that. Yes, I actually got to experience that as a consumer yesterday, booking my 12-year-old son's appointment for his COVID vaccine, uh, which is going to be happening in about two hours. Oh, great. Uh, oh, and, you know, the whole, the whole process, you know, start to finish from a scheduling perspective. Um, and then, you know, the experience of actually receiving the vaccines. You know, we've had a team that I think has just done an amazing job making that seamless, easy, and, and delightful for our patients.
You know, let me ask you the question. You alluded to it a little bit earlier, waiting on additional guidance from state leaders regarding the new CDC guidelines. When the announcement came out yesterday from the president regarding easing the mask mandate, and then we hear Governor mm-hmm. Walls sort of eliminating the mask mandate in most scenarios. We're, it's funny, you work in the health industry, but did you feel a little bit confused like the rest of us thinking, okay, this is, seems like good news, but now individual companies have to shake out what do we want to do and it feels like there's another chapter in the book that we need to read before we can figure out how to roam about the state in a safe but also you know kind of liberating way were you in the same boat with us or did you have a different take on it well you know you mentioned the the it's another chapter i mean this book just keeps getting longer and longer right (laughs) Um, but um you know, I, I think I think the the key thing that I took away from this as a healthcare provider is that we know vaccines work. I mean, that is what the CDC is acknowledging is that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. It's safe. And so, what I hope will will people will take away from this is that you know that vaccination is my ticket to moving about my life the way that I used to and doing the things that I want to enjoy and gathering with the people that I want to be with and hugging my relatives and traveling and all the things that we have put on hold for the last year. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, as, as our leaders and our policymakers and business owners and others figure out how they're going to actually pivot with these new uh, recommendations, uh, you know, the the key message that I hope our patients and our our public is hearing is I got to get my shots. Right. Yep. And I'm getting uh, shot number two tomorrow. Dr. Annie Eidecker, before we let you go, uh, how how sick of using the word pivot are you? You've probably had to use it more than any of us in the last year. Yes, the words pivot and unprecedented are no longer my favorites. <laughs> so maybe after this is all said and done, she, she'll officially retire them. Maybe as a people, we'll just say we're no longer going to use either of those two words. We're just going to move on. Well, listen, uh, thank you so much you. for the work that you and your team at Park Nicolette and Health Partners have done over the last 15 months as we have been in, dare I say, these unprecedented times, but truly <laughs> you, you all have been a part of the front line and you have done some heroic work out there and really, really tough work too in the midst of it all. So from the bottom of our hearts on behalf of us, the My Talk team and everybody who's listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, thank you and thanks for bringing uh, continued awareness uh, to our patients and our public uh, about these important issues. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic Friday, Dr. Annie Eidecker from Health Partners in Park Nicolette. Happy to uh, shed some light on the state of affairs right now and some good news moving forward. Yeah. Schedule that doctor's appointment, yeah, too. Yeah, Bye. thanks, Dr. Bye-bye. Annie.